thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, a three-generation cohort study has shown that high fruit and vegetable consumption during pregnancy is associated with a lower risk of developmental delays in resultant children at age two. Whilst fruit and vegetable consumption, both before and during pregnancy, has previously been associated with improved physical growth, this is the first time a link has been made between fruit and vegetable consumption and neurological development. The study recruited over 10,000 women between 2013 and 2017 and used a food frequency questionnaire followed by an ages and stages questionnaire to evaluate the infants at 24 months. The women whose vegetable consumption was in the highest quartile had the lowest rates of developmental delays in their resultant children when compared to the lowest quartile. And the same was true for fruit consumption. As always, the links are in the show notes. Now, my opinion on this is that whilst it's great that this study has been done, it's amazing that it's never been done before. It really is astounding that we've never properly looked into the role of nutrition in child development. It seems crazy that we've waited so long for this to happen, but it's great that it's being done. I hope this is a inkling that more and more research in this sort of direction is being done. But really, ultimately, it's an indictment on the way our research is funded. We need to get better at funding wellness-focused research. We probably need associations and charities that are going to fund wellness-focused research that look into things like diet and nutrition and movement and mindset and stress management as a way of having an impact on not only diseases but health and well-being as well because if we're just relying on the current model it does have an inherent bias towards pharmaceutical interventions and as a result we're seeing stuff like this that this is the first time this research has been done which i think is quite frankly crazy there is also a lot more research that needs to be done to look more closely into this for example i would love them to look at whether it was the fact that the fruits and vegetables were included in the diet that made the biggest difference, or whether it may have been about what was excluded in the diet by those people. Was it the fact that they were eating more fruits and vegetables meant that they were eating less processed foods, for example? Were they having less sugar? Were they having less unhealthy fats? And it'd be interesting to look at that from the perspective of comparing it to, for example, families that are growing up on maybe a low-carb diet, maybe even a carnivore diet, where they are consuming less fruits and vegetables, but possibly also consuming more healthy whole foods, real foods. So is it the fruits and vegetables that make the difference or is it the fact that they're eating more whole real food that makes the difference? I don't know the answer to that, but that would be a fantastic study to do and it could have some really interesting implications. You know, my suspicion is that having the fruits and vegetables as well as the healthy meats and fats and other things is probably the best way to go, but I'd love to see the research being done. It would also be great if we could look more closely at preconception. We've seen that the studies have been done with preconception in terms of baby weight and that sort of thing and physical development, but it seems that the studies haven't necessarily been done in terms of neurological development. So I'd love to see more study going into what happens preconception, and I'd love to see it look at not just the maternal diet, but look at the paternal diet as well. What's the dad eating leading up to conception, and does that make a difference? I think there could be some real insights gleaned from that and I think that would be really useful information to have in order to better educate parents as they head into that period that they decide they're wanting to have children. I think intuitively, mums and dads do tend to make healthier lifestyle choices, healthier dietary choices as they're heading into that period of their life because they just know in their heart of hearts that that's the right thing to do. 
Um, but that can be hard sometimes. And there are a lot of societal pressures around, there are a lot of mixed messages around that that can make it harder for those parents to follow their intuition. So I think if more research is done, it would allow for better education and information for those parents and would allow them to make healthier choices at the same time. And you know, I think that would also be true for mums with their food cravings through pregnancy. You know, we know that often these food cravings can be signs that these mums are craving specific nutrients. And sometimes the most obvious solution to that and the thing that springs to their mind in our modern society, because we are surrounded by so much processed, packaged, unhealthy food, those cravings can then be directed often in that direction. But if we had better information, if we had better education for those parents, it may well be that those cravings could be satisfied in much healthier ways. And if we had better research showing that that led to better development for those kids later in life, I think those mums would be highly motivated to do that and would be wanting to find healthier ways to satisfy those cravings, if indeed that is possible. So whilst this research is great, I'm excited that it's being done. I'm disappointed that it's taken so long to be done. But I think there's a lot more that needs to be done on the back of this as well. So there's never been a more important time to eat healthily than during pregnancy and potentially during preconception as well. And I think intuitively most women know this and it's great to see this research backing it up. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to drbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.